always try to sneak that that record in there right when you know I'm finna say some shit. Okay, I'm gonna say I it. Know what you was, I ain't okay. telepathic. I know what you was about to say. Hey, anyway, Cincinnati Bearcats about to play right now. Finna see what these suckers are made of again. They playing this week schedule against UCF. I wish they played one real football team and see what they really made of. Said it's JV football schedule. Who? They who, beat, who um, did they play? Notre Dame. Okay, I said, like I said before, I was really interrupted. <laughs> I wish they played a real football team. We played a real schedule. We could see what they look like. They're going to walk into the no, playoffs. Big mad, big mad over there. Yeah, they yes, are. I mean, Notre Dame walks into the playoffs every year. Yes, because of the Catholic Church. <laughs> I am. Yep. You, yep. You on that by yourself, brother. Oh, well, yeah. I'm, hey, it's a hill I'm that's willing to That's the first year, but that's the first mob. So. <laughs> Absolutely. But That's um, fine. they don't scare me. <laughs> okay, let me stop. I'm afraid of the Catholic Church. Hey, listen, y- y'all can do anything, and then nobody, nobody be mad. Like what they do? It, what? It, no, uh, I was gone. No, you don't want to know. They do. They do everything. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. And then they just move them. Around. Oh, oh, this is all recorded. That's <laughs> <laughs> why oh, ain't saying that, <laughs> Father. Son and the Holy Spirit. That's- <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Hold on. Let me make sure I get my remote right here, so I can get um all these browsers. I mean, uh, I gotta make sure that we don't get these gators. Nobody want to see them niggas. I mean, I ain't gonna totally yep. deny that. I do. <laughs> I'm somebody. Or are you? Ooh, all right. Funny man. Ice. Come on, man. Where are we at? My career about to blast like bubbly. Why sell a put a nigga six feet? I ain't begging when I tell a bitch, please. Me and little thug on flee. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 28, part two of the Splash Cast, our Around the League edition. I am your co-host, Reggie. And I am your bearded co-host, Norwood. Let's get into <laughs> it. I'm just happy to have video. We have cool hey. shirts. <laughs> ah, shout out to Tell Lou. Us Who Made Shirts Again. Yes, once again, shout out to my fantastic friend, Lou. She made these wonderful shirts, Splash Cast merch on the way. It is what we call hot fire. Um, hot fire. Let's get into but, football, man. 
Let's get into it. Let's get into it, man. So this is our Around the League edition of episode 20 of the Splashcast. If you're listening to this now, it is Thursday, which means what? The Splashcast 12-pack came out Wednesday, and part one, our ATL edition, came out Tuesday. So we're hitting you, hitting you over the head every week with new content. So our first segment, man, we're going to get into some news around football, man. News around football. It's been an eventful first five, six weeks in the NFL. Uh, they are a set of brothers that are balling right now, one for the Cowboys and one for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, what's his name? Stephon Diggs and Trayvon Diggs, right? Right, the Diggs brothers. The Diggs brothers. One and is the DB. Oh, go ahead. Shout out to Mama Diggs. We, we want to make- Shout out to Mama and Daddy Diggs. Yes, we, we are supporters of parents. We want, we want to take a little bit of time to make, because they get skipped. And to have yep. two wonderful sons who are killers on the football field, let, let's, you know, all of their accomplishments are great. But before they were anything, they were raised by those two parents. Congratulations to you guys. Congratulations. And for you that I don't know, Stefan Diggs is a top three receiver in the league. Some say he's the best receiver in the league right now. Uh, playing for the Buffalo Bills, who I think are number one in the AFC. I believe, if not, they're tied for number one. And then his brother, Trayvon, uh, who went to the University of Alabama. Stefan went to the University of Maryland. Trayvon Diggs is a DB for the Cowboys and leads the, league, leads the league in interceptions. And possible defensive player of the year. And through this far in the season, I would say, well, possibly, uh, definitely. I was about to say, I don't know anybody else that would – be better right now and maybe Aaron Donald but Aaron Donald's also probably gonna be out this game so I think Aaron Donald and we're not gonna get off too, track too much but Aaron Donald I think people are getting Aaron Donald fatigue because he has a case literally every year like watching Aaron Donald play is amazing yeah but back to the digs brothers man they're doing awesome things they're doing awesome things my question to you Norwood who's the better digs brother this is tough not for me but because I've watched Stefan play. Mm -hmm. I've seen him win a playoff game when my little brother's playing for the Vikings. Dig sideline touchdown. I will never forget that ever in a million years. It was against the eights, so I have that saved on my computer. Yes. So <laughs> I would have to say probably Stefan because of his consistency and mm -hmm. he was. They said that Adam Thielen was the better wide receiver. In hindsight, I 100% think the Diggs was the better bet. And he I, I disagree with that immediately. Adam Thielen ain't the better receiver now. No, 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 definitely not now. He's all but forgotten. But what <laughs> I'm saying is that at that point, it was a toss-up. And Thielen was probably playing a little bit better then than he is now. Diggs went to Buffalo, which is not the easiest place to play receiver. And as is just as good, if not better, I would almost say better. I do say that Trayvon, on the other hand, has had a breakout two seasons now. And I do think that it's, it's just infinitely more difficult to play cornerback than it is to play wide receiver. As a wide receiver, you know the play, you know where the ball should be. Trayvon does have the advantage because in Alabama, he originally started out playing receiver. Nick Saban moved into cornerback. He was very upset. He actually cried and told his brother. And his brother was like, hey, man, he told you to do it. That's what you do. He's the made brother the said, let's get to work. Yes. He made the transition. And I do think that knowing the receiver position 
in depth and having a brother who is a pro bowl, all pro, all of those things gives him a different level of insight. And I think he plays cornerback more like a receiver than most guys. And I think that's the reason he always know knows where the ball is. He's, do, he's, he's good. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I don't, at this point you have to pick Stefan, but I think that Trayvon is, is going to make the fight a, a decent fight. And, and this time next year at Thanksgiving, he might be able to say I'm the better brother. So the reason I picked Stefan is one, because he's been doing it a long time. He's the older brother. He's out there. He's been, you said he was the better receiver in Minnesota and look what happens when you get a quarterback that can actually throw the ball for you to run up under it versus you to have to wait on it. Right. So you had Kirk cousins who Kirk cousins is like top tier mid. Like he's really, really good at being really, really mediocre. Like he's not going to change the game, but Josh Allen out there, He's throwing the ball 75 yards. And as, as I played college football, I mean, college, I played high school football. I wasn't good. But when anybody that plays high school football, anybody that's played football as a skill position, when you have a quarterback that can just throw the ball and you don't have to wait on it, that's part of the reason why Julio left the Falcons, right? He had to always wait on the ball. When you have a quarterback that can just lay it out there, you can run up under it and catch it in stride. All of a sudden, and then he, he can fit the ball in tight windows. You look all, all the work that you putting in as a as a wide receiver, you look all pro. And he was already an all pro. Now he's an all pro with a quarterback. So a great, Trey, right? Oh, good. It's a great benefit to be able to worry about. I just gotta do my job and the ball will be there. Yep. Sometimes you have to fix the play. You gotta mm -hmm. like, all right, well, he's gonna throw it. Where's the ball at? Let me track it. And if you didn't throw it perfect, let me fix it. Yep. Allen will launch that thing. Like, oh, I just got to get there. I got to get to that spot before the guy next to me or around me turns around and gets that spot. I'm going to beat him every time. Yep. And Stefan is a supreme route runner. Supreme yes. route runner. Now, I don't want to take anything away from Trayvon. Like you said, in the next couple of years, Trayvon will probably be rivaling his brother. The only reason I say he's not now is one, because he's only in his second year. Two is because he's a risk or reward type guy. So he's going to get the pick or he's going to allow a long reception. But Here. once he cleans up the technique, he's going to be a, he's going to be a problem. And, and the more that I talk about this and I, and my football brain kicks in, the more that I think to myself, Diggs, Stefan is probably going to be the better guy. I'm going to tell you why. Well, don't stop throwing to Trayvon's side. You're just going to get to a point yeah. where I'm like, oh, no, no, if I throw it over there, it's like Dion. And I'm mm. not, I'm 100% mm. like Trayvon Dig Diggs. I'm not calling him Dion Sanders. I'm only giving the example so you can see. Mm -hmm. You stop throwing to Dion's side eventually. If I throw it over there, it's picked. So now Every I'm time. looking at, yeah, so I'm just looking at everybody else. And that makes it difficult to be the best cornerback. That's the reason there's always a revolving door of the best cornerback. You can only be the best cornerback for a year or two before they just, that side of the field, I'm good on. Yeah. As a receiver, you can always play, you can play X, can move Y, on. and Z. You can find a way to get that guy the ball. But if you just decide I'm not throwing to that side of the field or I'm not, or if he's following the guy, I'm not throwing to that guy. Well, there's nothing you can do other than, I mean, you just don't get beat. You won't get beat. Yeah, and I don't know if he'll be the best player of the year. And we also said, you said defensive player of the year. It's because he leads the league in interceptions. Um, but, I mean, there's a guy out there in L.A. right now.
who is a monster at DB and Jalen Ramsey. And he he does everything. And then you got Derwin James. But Trayvon is in that ilk, though. He is in, in that ilk. Yes, uh, but you also see there are less balls thrown Jalen Ramsey's way because they know if you get over there playing with him, you, you're going to be a quarterback trying to tackle him. And that, I would assume, is not very fun. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. So we we really wanted to start it off because with the Diggs brothers, because they're doing things in the NFL that is awesome. So shout out to Diggs brothers, shout out to Mama Diggs, Daddy Diggs, everybody. Moving on, man, moving on. A.B. had the game of his life out there in Tampa, not game of his life, but he had a hell of a game out there in Tampa Bay uh, when they beat the Eagles. He has been balling, man, and it looks like A.B. is Thanos when it came to the Pittsburgh Steelers, because if you look at the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger, washed. What was the other killer B? Le'Veon Bell? Washed Juju Smith Schuster TikToking on IR. Like it's a whole everybody on that team. A villain away with a tackle gone. The Pouncey brothers money. retired. <laughs> All of them gone. Like so it looked like AB. AB came out ahead out of out of all of that BS, right? So for me, it's interesting because the Steelers, you can never look too good nor talk too wise. And they've got to the point where they... Boy, you're an old soul, shut up. <laughs> Go ahead. That's not going to deny that's, it. That's something uh, my granddaddy yes. said. <laughs> yes. But with that said, we knew Ben was old. I, for the life of me, cannot understand why the Steelers haven't invested in a new quarterback and why they repaid him. This is when there was no reason to repay him. I think that was mind-boggling. I also, as a person who played receiver in high school, watches the position, always knew that Juju was just a two. And there's nothing wrong with being a two because if you can be a good two. You have a good career. Yeah, you have not a good career. You have a great career because Mm -hmm. you're only getting, you either, yeah, you may get the best corner, but it's one-on-one. Now they may put their two, there are two other guys on the number one and bracket him and try to take him out of the game. A lot of times that's what they do with Kyle Pitts. Or are you just going to get the second best corner if they really feel confident? And then at that point, you got to beat that dude if you're the number two. But what you can't do is get to a point where you think you're the number one. And, and in hindsight, I understand why AB was so mad. He's like, y'all treat me like a number two and y'all treat <laughs> Juju like a number one. The only reason this guy is good is because they guard me. And as yeah. soon as soon as AB got out of there, Juju has looked extra regular and not and and not for one day looked like the one. Matter of fact, Chase Claypool is their new number one, Mapletron. It, <laughs> it, it is literally showing Juju, you are to humble yourself, get your ass off TikTok, and shut up. I mean, I, I hate to have to tell you that, but yeah, sh- shut up and play football. You need to do that for sure. All of that dancing and and, and that don't get you paid. Ben is old. Juju is overrated. I think they dropped the ball with Le'Veon, and Le'Veon dropped the ball. And AB is on this island of Survivor. He made it. He got over there with <laughs> touchdown Tom, and he is now the number one receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as far as I'm concerned. No, Mike yeah. Evans is the number one receiver. No, 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 no. You think that. You look around right now and say, who's the number one receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? And you might have to put your number one on Mike Evans. 
it is 100% Antonio Bryant's the best receiver in that core, and that is Brown. a tough core. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, it, that's not fair. You can't say Juju is a number two, and he the reason he's getting all these stats is because the cornerback, the best cornerback is guarding uh, Antonio Brown, and then say Mike Evans is not a number one. You put your best cornerback on number one, but Antonio Brown is number one receiver. That's literally contradicting what you just said so i do say that mike evans is the number one receiver he's been a consistent number one receiver there for a long time antonio brown is benefiting from being the number two receiver also he's benefiting from seeing single coverage because they got literally everybody else You, you can't double team anybody on that team but this is what i will tell you if you still are doubling mike mike evans and not ab you're wrong and you'll be wrong regardless it don't matter who you double well, I'm going to tell you who I'm not going to be wrong with, the guy who's faster. And <laughs> <laughs> it don't take but one mistake. Mike Evans, you can probably catch him. If he if, if he breaks out, you can probably catch him. He's not super fast. He's had a couple of injuries. I'm, A.B.? Be moving. And A.B. is playing as a man with a purpose. This is my last This is my last train to Paris. And he understands that. And you can just tell within the relationship that he has with Tom. He's the new Gronk. When Tom yeah. Brady is in trouble... Yeah. I'm going to throw the ball to A.B. I'm not Mike Evans. Hey, dog, be safe. Hey, Godwin, maybe next time I'm in trouble. I'm going to A.B. or A.B. is like, this is my last chance. I'm going to score every time. I just saw him dive into the end zone. Like, oh, no, 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 no. You you think I'm going to let Tom down? I live with that man. I live in his house. We all eat dinner at 7 (laughs) p.m. Yeah, but uh, Juju, man, I will say, and this is the last point I'll make, I, I did want to sign Juju to a team-friendly deal to the Falcons. And I still think he would be a good number two. because, But if, if you do that, it would be – Kyle Pitts would be the number one. Juju would be the number three, and Calvin Ridley would be the number two. Because right now we don't have a number one receiver. But I don't want to get too far in the weeds with that because we already talked about the Falcons. So, I don't want Juju nowhere near the Atlanta Falcons. Don't bring that TikTok <laughs> over here. Don't bring that. Uh-uh. Our receivers play receiver. Y'all can TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram – Whatever you want to do, you can Black Planet, you can MySpace, not over here. Our team is, we barely holding on as is. I don't need nobody over here playing games. You got games on your phone. Boy, go home. (laughs) Fair, fair, fair. Uh, Moving on, man, moving on. There is a team in the NFC West that is on fire. They are balling out of control. I, I don't think they're undefeated. Are they undefeated? No, they're not undefeated. But they are head of the division. And normally when I say NFC West, you would think it's the Rams or you would think it's the, the, the Seahawks or you think it was the 49ers. I mean, I think those were the last three teams to make it to the Super Bowl out of those, out of that division. Absolutely. But that's not who we're talking about. The Arizona Cardinals are out here playing. First of all, they just brought in every fringe old person that's still pretty good on offense and brought everybody in. They brought A.J. Green. They went ahead and got DeAndre. First of all, they got DeAndre Hopkins when Houston imploded. Then they got A.J. Green. They drafted Kyler Murray. They got Cliff Kingsbury, who had a vision. And we all made fun of Cliff Kingsbury, but uh, and they are on fire, dog. This ain't got nothing to do with Cliff Kingsbury. This ain't got nothing to do with Kyler Murray. This has every... Oh, let me... Let me cause I Go was ahead. Yelling, I was yelling last episode. This has everything to do with people giving, like, I don't know what it is. I feel like the way that this is going, people should give me a Rolex. You gave away the Hopkins to the Cardinals. 
The Eagles just gave away Zach Ertz. What did they do to obtain this much goodwill in the NFL? That if you have a good player, you'll basically just throw him away to the Cardinals and, and, and not feel any remorse for it. And nope, that DeAndre Hopkins deal is one of the worst deals in NFL history. They fired the front office after that, which was one person. It was terrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. And the Cardinals have they they have DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green, and then they just traded for Pro Bowl tight end Zach Ertz for a pack of Newports and a fifth a round half, pick. Yes, and a half <laughs> drink spray. Like, come on, man. This is why I think the NFL be fixed, man. I I be reading them conspiracy theories. Like, come on, you just go trade every Pro Bowler to the Cardinals. They don't have that much cap space. I can I I this is not. Why can't we get this? Why don't nobody want to give DeAndre Hopkins to the Falcons <laughs> or Zach Ertz? We, hey, we'll take any like we barely. Why, somebody give us some defense. We need all. <laughs> this. We are without no future of having a defense. Ain't never had a defense. The only time we ever have a defense, where we go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, now, we might not win when we get there, but at least we get. Uh, uh, we not we not semantics semantics. We get invited to the party, and that's nice. Yeah, if you're okay, you, and you know what? I feel like women. You know, when women be like, I just, I want to know the Sierra prayer. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know the Cardinals prayer. What prayer are y'all saying to get these wonderful football players delivered to your house for nothing? Just, hey, I found it in my heart to drop off Hopkins for an overrated trash running back. You want to do it? Sure, why not? We, we had Devontae Freeman all that time. Ain't nobody want Take him off our hands. <laughs> I got Zach Ertz overnighted. Ain't that some shit? But Amazon uh, overnight too. You <laughs> order it. You order it and it delivered the same day. He got delivered so fast he can't even play this week because he played on Monday. <laughs> I'm a drink. I got a drink. Oh man. But man, the Cardinals are the hottest team in the league. And the reason we brought the Cardinals up, because I think this is gonna be our game of the week, because they're playing the Cleveland Browns. Who is another franchise that is actually doing pretty well. Um, unfortunately, the Browns will be without one of the top running backs in the league and Nick Chubb, who's hurt. But the Browns um, are also sitting in second place in the NFC North behind the Ravens. And they're a playoff team. And these three teams, well, they're playing these two teams are top 10 teams in the NFL. Unfortunately for the Cardinals, everybody got COVID. Hmm. Cliff oh, Kingsbury got they'll COVID. Get, they'll get another coach dropped off. Hey, um, <laughs> I heard y'all was looking for a coach. Hey, here's Eric Bieniemy for the weekend. You just need him. You know, you just call a couple players for you guys. Win the game. Whatever you guys need to to make sure y'all can win. That's what I'm most concerned about. And before we move forward, also, I don't know who the athletic director is for Oklahoma right now, but if I'm that guy, I'm asking for triple my salary. I had I, Kyla was here under my reign. Trey was here under my reign. And look at these guys in the NFL. Hey, 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 pay me, pay me. Pay Baker me. Mayfield was there. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm put Baker on my reign. Uh, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with Trey, and I'm gonna stick with Kyler. Hey, yeah. I mean, you don't need Lamb. CD Lamb. Fair. Yes, <laughs> all of these, but more Trey. Like you don't even have to be. Physically, the the most overpowering. We 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 gonna get you here. Yeah, pay pay that. That guy deserves a check. Yep, yep. 
Shout out to him. Shout out to him. So uh, also the Browns uh, quarterbacks coach and defensive lineman, Zach Allen. I don't even know who he is. They all got uh, COVID. So it'll be an interesting game. So that's our game of the week. Y'all make sure y'all look out for the Cardinals versus the Browns. And moving on. It's going to be interesting because you know Kyler is going to go full Trey Young. and He's going to be out there calling his own shots. Coach ain't here. (laughs) Coach ain't here, fellas. I'm running the show. (laughs) What? Man, speaking of teams that are top of the AFC, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, they look like they are in trouble. That defense looks slew. And they don't have a running back after uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire got hurt. Are the Chiefs done already, man? I don't think so. I think, I mean, they still got Darrell Williams. They got Jarek McKinnon. So as far as the running backs, I think they'll, that to me is not the issue. It's kind of like the 49ers. You're always going to have another guy who you can kind of put in the system. The system will pretty much run itself. The -hmm. biggest concern is that defense. You can't give up 29 points every game. If you do, you're going to lose. Every time. I mean, I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Patty Matt, he's he's good, but he can't score 40 points a game. And I think that, but I mean, that's what their team dynamic makeup is. They spend all that money on the offense and then they sign Chris Jones. They got to, uh, and now Chris Jones is hurt. Back there. You got, I mean, you, but they ain't you got have- no D-line because Chris Jones is hurt and Frank Clark ain't it. Yeah. You, but now this is why you pay a defensive coordinator. Sometimes you got a scheme. <laughs> you got a scheme, man. And you don't have to you don't have to to be the Ravens on defense and just pitch shutouts every game. But what you have to do is not allow your team to get murdered. And you gotta get the, your team off the field so that you can get the ball back in Mahomes' hands. There but they need a running game. Like, they don't have a good running game, though. Like, uh, they have – so they're, they're talking about trading with the Indianapolis Colts to get Marlon Mack, right? Because well, they don't – What are you trading? Picks. I mean, at that, they're, they're like the Lakers. You, you can only trade picks. You're not going to trade anybody else. Like, that's the only thing you got. The Lakers have and mortgaged I, their future. Yeah, and when it comes to picks, you, you would assume you're probably going to be picking towards the end of the round anyway. So, all right, well, I, I'll – Marlon Mack ain't starting because Jonathan Taylor is looking like a whole beast, who I told the Falcons to draft in my mock draft. But yeah, looking like a whole beast over there. Uh, maybe spit so, on yeah, that pissed me off, man. Falcons be – Thomas Dimitrov. Back, back up. Ass. Back up the bring truck for your boy, Devontae <laughs> Freeman. Not gonna nope. Stay on, stay on task. I'm gonna get mad. So, <laughs> so short lived career for the Saints, <laughs> my friend. We'll never forget. Mm, never. Um, moving on, man. Moving on. Speaking of the uh, the AFC North, we talked about the Browns earlier when they played the Cardinals, and speaking of the AFC leaders, we talked about the Chiefs. Lamar Jackson, what he's doing with a whole team that's missing, it's like a person missing their leg and still winning a 100-meter dash. Like, what he's doing is amazing. They have lost their number one running back. They they have lost both of their corners. Like, and he is still out there winning the game against himself. The game against the Colts was amazing. The game against the Chiefs was amazing. And as a result, man, they are number one in the AFC North. And if a lot of people, everybody should know who Lamar Jackson is. But we saw this coming when he was at Louisville when he won the Heisman Trophy. Speaking of Heisman Trophy winners, he won the Heisman Trophy. He took Louisville to be the highest ranked 
uh, in the nation they had ever been. They were the number three ranked team. Uh, and as a result, Louisville is, is is doing the right thing. They are retiring Lamar Jackson's jersey. Yes. And give Louisville credit, man. They had Teddy Bridgewater and Lamar Jackson. Back to back. They went to Florida yeah. and was like, come on. Hey, let me get let me get those guys off you. And, and who did Florida have as a quarterback during that time? I don't. I don't really care. I'm I don't. Gonna, I don't. I don't know. I'm going to care. I'm going to drink to that. <laughs> Lamar Jackson was it? Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> I, I'm. I, that was not a shot. That was for real. <laughs> I need a shot now. I mean, and the bad part is. Pardon me if we step step outside of the script here for a second. Miami, Florida State, and University of Florida. Hey guys, you guys cumulatively dropped the ball. Um, I, I'm confident. That, plus. Yes, I'm confident that you guys could have used Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> even though we did beat Teddy in that bowl game. Yeah, I mean that's when y'all were great. Though. That was yeah, the end of y'all reign. But we still could have used Teddy, um, and sure as hell could have used Lamar. Let's in let's, an Urban let's, Meyer offense. That would have been silly. Let let's uh let's start picking these guys. I'm not going to get into the the black quarterback uh diatribe that i do all the time mm-hmm. let's just do a better job and play y'all keep, richardson please well y'all keep doing what y'all doing as from a georgia fan so mm. uh i, uh, I would say the same thing about you since <laughs> 1980 <laughs> oh, okay. what's y'all ranking thank you moving on moving on moving on man it's mid-season ain't it show me show me the baby that's my coach i, I don't oh. want to hear no whining and crying about oh uh, we're number one right now show me the end of the season you well, if y'all it's, only, end of- it's, it's only one fan on this podcast that gave up on their season after game five Oh no 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 no! Once you lose two games, your season is done. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm... Uh, uh, no, no 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 no! All that stuttering and stuff. Moving on a- to as a team uh, who's won national football. championships, I understand. Two Moving on to college football. Year. Moving on to college football. Uh, down goes Bama. I had to throw that out there because that's what everybody's been talking about. Bama lost to Texas A&M last week after everybody in the world, outside of people that go for Texas A&M, picked Bama to win. In case you didn't know, Saban was 24-0 and 0 against former Saban assistants. Uh, Jimbo Fisher is the first one. And now, as a result, everybody was picking Georgia and Alabama to be in the college football playoff. They were going to meet undefeated in the SEC championship game, and then they were going to go to the playoff. Everybody was future projecting. That shows that you can't look past your opponent. Texas A&M came out with a great game plan. Alabama played sloppy, and they lost. My is, question to you is, is this the beginning of the end of the dynasty or Alabama, or is this another blip in the road? We've we we buried Nick Saban, like, every year that they lose a game, and they come back and, like, do something magical. He rides from the dead like the Undertaker. <laughs> like a phoenix. I'm a, <laughs> not Gene Gray. <laughs> ashes. Yes. Uh, aren't they number four right now? Yes, oh, they okay. are ranked. Ab- uh, they are ranked ahead of rank of undefeated teams. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, what do you think? You, you as long as it doesn't matter. You 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 have two games you got to play, but they they got to play the SEC championship. Fair. Got to win that one. I ain't too much worried about Auburn. And then you got to then you got to get in the playoffs and win. But do I feel like out of the top four teams in the country? 
they are probably, I actually am more afraid of them now because they've been humbled. Mm-hmm. It's easy to front run and fly high. But once you pissed off Nick Saban, I would scary. I would it's assume a scary thing, dog. It's a scary, it's a scary thing. There is hell to pay. And I will say, hey, Georgia, y'all got to ride. Y'all got UGA's run. number one, man. Uh, how long you think they're gonna be there? I I as a Georgia fan, I put in a I put a, a, a video in the group earlier about how Georgia fans treat hope. And we spray it with pepper spray because we've been let down so many times. I hope they can stay number one. The schedule is in our favor. You um, think so? Yeah. We play y'all in Kentucky. Okay. In Georgia well, Tech. I, I don't think you notice, but Kentucky seems to be a very good football team that nobody cares about. And I, you know that Kentucky does have the propensity to eventually trick it off. Just happens. That That's kind of the Kentucky way. But I will say that Kentucky could get in this thing and play spoiler. And they're playing with house of money because nobody expects them to beat Georgia. And if they beat Georgia, then they're going to represent the East, which I don't think I'm sure I've never heard of my life. Kentucky coming out of the East. And then it's Kentucky versus Alabama. A thousand to nothing. (laughs) Then Bama will Bama, Kentucky will Kentucky. And then Bama will be the number one team in the country. You guys will probably be trying to hang on to number four and see if you can get into the playoffs. Good news is, ACC is toast. Good news is Pac-12, Pac-10, pack them up and go home. They probably <laughs> out of there. Uh, oh, Big Ten. Uh, Ohio State still got one loss, and they are destroying everybody. It's, it's it's the Big Ten got Iowa too. Iowa's number two. So yeah, but they all but the Big Ten is going to cannibalize themselves because they all play each other. Yeah, like that's one conference where they they all play each other. They ain't nobody else. Like the SEC be having their money games. They go play other Big Ten. They go play each other every year. But the Big Ten also has money games when you're playing Rutgers. <laughs> I, I can't lie to you. But they're in the conference, though. Only thing you know about Rutgers is they basketball coaches throw basketballs at their players. <laughs> he was messed well, up your callbacks are your callbacks are amazing. He was na- <laughs> You know how aggressive you got to be to be throwing basketballs at college kids? Yeah. Mid-practice? Yeah. You stuck. He's going to slap that man, but yeah. hey, man. Now college kids getting paid. I bet you won't yeah. throw them basketballs uh, no uh, more. I bet they throw him like <laughs> DJ Jesse Jeff. Put your hands on me, man. Slap the life well, out of you, bro. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if we don't have anything else, we've come to the end of our football segment, man. Uh, uh I hope Georgia stays number one, man. If you don't have anything else, let's go ahead and get into our basketball segment. Today, this moment, we're all University of Kentucky fans. Let's go Wildcats. See? See? And you talked about hate earlier. All right, man. Let's get into some basketball. I just don't want my phone to explode from UGA fans, but yes. Go ahead. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with our NBA segment of our part two of episode 28 of the Splash Cast, our news around the league segment. We got a few topics we're going to talk about today. None more dominating than the headlines of Kyrie Irving. 
So Kyrie Irving has been quiet uh, when it comes to uh, him taking the vaccine. He has not gotten vaccinated and he has not revealed if he will get vaccinated or not. And the Nets, the reason this is a big deal is because the Nets are pretty much chosen to come out of the East uh, this year. They have the big three of Durant, Harden, and Kyrie, and they're actually all healthy. They signed a whole lot of offensive pieces. And now Kyrie's talking about he's not taking the vaccine. And for those that don't know, Kyrie was also the same one that swore up and down that the earth is flat, blah, 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 blah. So this is kind of par for the course with Kyrie. Because he just be talking, dog. He be talking to be talking to be talking. But he actually got on Instagram Live and had like an hour-long session where he was just talking. Basically talking, 30 minutes of my own life. Talking, talking, talking. Where he said he's not against the vaccine. He's not for the vaccine. He's just for the fact that you shouldn't be forced to be vaccinated. And the only thing I took from that, that uh, Instagram Live is that he's poorly prepared. Because he said that I had no, I had no clue. I was not prepared to be forced to take the vaccine in order to play. What you mean? It's not like they sprung this up on y'all in like one minute, right? They've been talking about this for months. Did you see it? No, what, what uh, you said? You watched it for thirty minutes, man. I, I, I unfortunately found thirty minutes of the most valuable thing that I have, which is my own personal time, devoted it to listening to Kyrie Irving talking circles about nothing of any real concrete evidence uh any reason anything uh i'm going to be very concise i'm going to let you have the rest of this segment uh my opinion <laughs> on Kyrie is he's not playing for the nets i know he wants to be a voice to a voiceless i am not his target audience basketball mm -hmm. season starts in about 10 days y'all be safe this, <laughs> this is what i will be doing instead Man, uh, take your time. Take your time. Do whatever you want to. Do. I don't yours. really want to talk about this no more, man. Like, like he's not gonna play. He's not gonna play. It is what it is, dog. Like, if he ain't gonna play, he ain't gonna play. You act like, like if if you don't want to get vaccinated, you are entitled to your own opinion. But there's this book I'm reading, right? There's this book I'm reading called Conversations. Reading <laughs> called Conversations with God, right? And it says in the book. It talks about how God says, yo, you got, I gave you guys free will. You just got to understand the consequences of your decisions. So Kyrie, you can, you can not take the vaccine, but you can't say I expected to play ball without taking the vaccine. No, no, you can't. It is a wrap. If you only going to play 41 games, well, matter of fact, you're not going to play 41 games because the Nets already came out and said, if you're not getting vaccinated, you're not going to play at all. Whatever your stance is, it is what it is. But you got to accept those consequences. Don't get to get up there on Instagram Live and try to admonish everybody else. It is what it is, bro. Do what you feel is right for you and deal with the consequences as they come. That's my piece on it. I don't really got nothing else to say. I'm over here watching Florida LSU. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to say nothing, but we're going to keep it moving. It's a flag on the play. I ain't going to say nothing. Keeping it moving, keeping it moving, keeping it moving. Uh, speaking of... of players that may not play we don't really know what's going on through their mind we were going to talk about rest but i'm gonna jump on down to ben simmons <laughs> ben simmons sidebar that would be a really good trade ben simmons for kyrie irving it's mutually beneficial for everybody and then kyrie can play yep he can play everywhere then because the team that he's based in philly doesn't have the, the requirements 
Mm-hmm. That'd be a really good trade. But anyway, Ben Simmons has been facing a lot of backlash. Of course, you know, he the Hawks broke his mental. And everybody in Philly, all you Philly fans, we understand your your love for the for the 76ers. But we broke Ben Simmons. It is what it is. We broke Ben Simmons. And he has now had backlash because <laughs> not only not only did we break him in like game three, he didn't even want to play game seven to the point where they're suspecting that he faked having a COVID scare to not play game seven. He Ben Simmons just became every other human that works a regular job. <coughs> I'm feeling a little sick. Woo! <laughs> Woman here. That boy Trey shooting threes from everywhere. John Collins just destroyed Joe LMB. Who I feel a little COVID around here. <laughs> Not COVID. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Mm. <laughs> I need to um my my back, my neck and my back. Spinal. Spine. My spinal. Back. My back. My back is broken. broken. What do you mean it's broken? Spinal. <laughs> Ben Simmons went full Tyson and faked it. Yeah, but, you know, Ben Simmons at this point, I, what he has more girlfriends than three-pointers made, like, it's 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 a whole lot of, a whole lot of stuff. It's, it's just a lot of stuff. It's, it's everything. Stuff around Ben Simmons. It's everything except for three-pointers and, and, and ducking on Trey when you're under the rim. <laughs> hey, 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 but in a show of good faith, he did show up for his mandatory physical, though. Yeah, because eventually somebody evaluated him and told him, bro, we can't trade you now. You don't have a physical. (laughs) No, not the physical. You were under the rim with Trey Young and didn't dunk the ball. How am I supposed to sell that? Yeah. Yeah, man. He think he think he's like, you can only trade me to a West Coast team is where I prefer. Boy, are you on drugs? You don't have any say so in this at all. (laughs) Like, whatever, man. Ben Simmons, Kyrie, if y'all on some shit, it's some good shit, get off of it. If it's you... Matt. It's Matt. <laughs> we, we, we coined the term in the group. It's Matt. It's meth and crack. You blend them together. Blend them. <laughs> blend them together and snort it up. That's what yes. you're doing. You speaking of meth, speaking of Mac, speaking of meth, Tyler Harrow says that he is in the same tier as Trey Young and Luka Doncic and thinks that he deserves to be paid as such. The Mac epidemic is taking over the world, humans. Y'all got to be careful. <laughs> check all your drinks. Check all, all of your foods, because clearly meth and crack are being sprinkled on everything. Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero, come in, come in. <laughs> you and Cornell Maynard just don't understand life. I, I clearly understand. <laughs> Let me tell you something about yourself, Tyler Hero. Maybe Spolstra didn't tell you. Maybe Bam at a bio didn't tap you on the shoulder. You're not the starting two guard for your own basketball team. Before How you want $200 million and you ain't even starting? Before you worry about a Trey, uh, and uh, Ice Trey, if you worry about Luca, you have to worry about Duncan Robinson. They paid him, <laughs> not you. You got to take his spot before you can take anybody else's spot. And, and I was talking to a Miami fan. I'm going to leave his name out of this. Tyler Hero thinks that he is the man, doesn't understand he's the sixth man. It's a small omission, but there are two different things going on in your life, my friend. You are not a starter. Lowry, number one. 
Duncan Robinson, who they paid number two. Jimmy Butler, number three. Bam, Bam Adebayo, number, number four. four. And then whoever they roll out there at center, that Clint Capella is going to destroy it. P.J. Tucker. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that means P.J. Tucker get destroyed by John Collins and Bam Adebayo and, and Clint Capella fight it out. So, so yeah, you and so Kevin. Mad. He got the hiccups over there. Man, you see me die. <laughs> I am dying on on film. But it I'm is not, what it is. But it's the realest podcast where hiccups ain't never stopped me from nothing ever. <laughs> and with that, and it, it's maybe Tyler Hero needs to hiccup so he hiccup into some reality. Uh, but bro, you are not it. And I'm gonna tell you, you are not going to be paid one hundred million dollars, much uh, less two hundred. No, you think with the he, salary no. cap going up? He could get if he has a good season. I think he could probably secure a hundred million dollar contract. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, you see what they pay in Cal Lowry like thirty million dollars. They paid Duncan $20 million. I didn't say it was going to be with the heat. Oh. <laughs> I, walked, I walked myself right into that. I just, yeah, you know that. You're going to make all the money in Sacramento. You assume. Where your career go to die. <laughs> no, Sacramento's not going to pay you. Nope. Yeah, they already said that guard. I don't know where you're going to go. They're going to send you to Vancouver. If they didn't pay Bogey, they sure as hell ain't paying you, Tyler. <laughs> Why? In what world do you... You know how stupid you look if you if if you don't pay Bogey and let him walk for free at eighteen million dollars, and then you pay Tyler Hero twenty five million dollars. That's grounds to be fired. <laughs> he gonna go to Orlando. That's where you gonna go. Nope, Tyler Hero gonna go to Orlando. They already got two guards. So uh, Tyler, I'm trying for you, but it's <laughs> and, and and uh Greg Anthony's son. Oh, Dang yeah, it. he's nice too. There yeah. ain't, ain't no guard spots over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they pay Wendell Carter. They already pay Isaac. It, there's no money for you, Tyler Hero. You might That's need to call. You might need to call Kevin Hurd on the phone and be like, "Hey, man, so how did you get used to being on the bench?" Oh, it's easy. When I come in, I they let I me shoot. play. Yeah, <laughs> I do what I want to on the bench. But you think you're gonna get two hundred million dollars? You'll walk two hundred million miles first. <laughs> oh man speaking of speaking of people wanting the contract uh the phoenix suns made it all the way to the nba finals last year and deandre ayton is up for a extension and what would you pay deandre ayton mind you you just mentioned wendell carter wendell carter is another big for orlando I just got four years, 50, four years, $50 million. That's a bad, that's a good magic deal. That's a bad Wendell Carter deal. You're worth more than that, bro. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to tell you why. Tell me why. Tell me why. While I look up his stats, tell me why. No, 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 no. Now the Bulls, the Bulls weren't in in the best situation. The Bulls are still in the same situation where you only have one big. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to show off your he needs a, somebody else and Lloyd marketing for sure ain't the other big that you put him with with that <laughs> said he should have took a two-year deal I, I i'm okay with the 50 million dollar part so what is that four years so that's 12 and a half million a year right mm-hmm. so yeah i would have took two i would have took the two years at 25 million play this year in the area but the four years 
in four years, that's going to be a steal. Yeah. Well, it seems to me the Magic chose to pay him over Mobamba is what they did. And but that ain't no, you can you can afford both of them. That, I'm telling you right now, as a Hawks fan, and I love Onyeka Kongwu to death. I will trade Onyeka Kongwu to the Magic if you give me Wendell Carter at that price. I don't think we can afford him even at that price, not anymore, because we got to sign everybody else. No, no, no. I, I mean, saying saying that we make the space so we can trade and like. Damn. I guess I just haven't seen a lot you of know, Wendell Carter. That's I why. Would, I, don't, I, would, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'll trade you Gallo for Wendell Carter at that price. Where would you play him? Because you have a Yeko Kungu. Oh, you have a Yeko Kungu there. Like, where would you play him? I, I could play Wendell Carter can shoot. I could. I could. Play, oh, he can. I see. I, yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. I haven't watched a lot Wendell, of Wendell Carter play. He has enough. He has enough of a mid range game. That yes, I could play them. It will be typically your four can shoot, your five can. In this case, your five can shoot and your four can. And then you would just play a matchup. My fraternity brother in pro fight is was his trainer in college. So uh, I'm a little bit more familiar with his game. Yeah, he he's that that deal is kind of nauseating to me. I feel like he got hustled. Um, he's balling, man. He's balling. Yeah, I mean, from what I, I'm looking at his stats, man, he's not he's not a bad player. Like he's pretty good. He the just magic, he was in a bad magic, situation. Yeah, the magic made the good deal, and that means that one of those got. And this is where Hawks. Hey, keep your eye on, on what's going on in Orlando. Somebody is out, and it's Mo Bamba. Yeah. As as mm-hmm. we talk through it, because you're right, Mo Bamba is the better player. Wendell Carter is the better deal. You already got Isaac, who you paid a. Ton is of Mo money Bamba to. the better player? I don't. I haven't. He hadn't lived up to expectations either. No, I don't. I think Mo, Mo Bamba's potential is is Clint Capella. Uh, I mean, he's got a better jump shot. He's yes, yeah. I think that yeah. Give me Mo Bamba as I think that Mo Bamba is going to want money, and somebody's mm-hmm. going to pay him. Somebody, oh Celtics, if you if you don't have Mo Bamba on, on the phone, that would be a good deal. I just want the Hawks to figure out a way to get Bobo, but we're not going to go down there. Oh, um, yes, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I concur. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, hold on. No, 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 because we never even finished. What do you pay Aiden? That was the whole segment. What do you pay Aiden? He gets a John Collins contract. Five and, years, 125? And that's, and that's an aggressive pay for him. Because if you look at what he's done, he's not been better than John Collins during that time period. His potential is still crazy, though. Yeah, but how how much is your how what 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 is your potential at when you're playing with the prototypical point guard? You're not gonna play with a point guard better than Chris Paul ever again. Dan Booker is everything you need in a shooting guard. You're not killing. They got a bunch of guys in him. He's a, for him yeah. to be able to get five years, one twenty five. He's oh. going to have to have uh no that's a good deal 20 and 10 years he's gonna have to, have to have a 20 10 year they don't have anybody else in the front court they don't have anybody else I you agree. are the front court focus and like and is- if you want to be the front court focus and you want five years 125 you gotta convert your shots you gotta you gotta rebound you can't and- have a whole playoffs where you average zero blocks that can't happen at the center position and and that there are two points number one 
when John Collins played center for those two years, he was 20 and 10. Period. And two. Yes. And right. you're and you're not there in our team. You seven feet. Yes. And you and you are a center size. Like at the period. You are like John Collins is a power four playing center. You're a center playing center. The other issue is you got 50 by Giannis shooting twos. <laughs> I'm never gonna forget goals. that. Man, he is embarrassing. <laughs> he's just he's disrespecting you and only and cannot shoot. And you got Anyeka Okungu did better to, against Giannis than you did. Absolutely. So, yes, you're not defensively much of anything. You don't average 20 and 10 on a team where there's nobody else who rebounds. What mm -hmm. are you doing? Now, I do understand that you probably should pay him because you picked him first. You're the GM. You don't want to look like an idiot. You pick this guy, and then you can't let him walk. So you got to pay him, and you probably got to overpay him just so that you can look like you know what you're talking about. But yeah. has he has he earned the five years 125? Not a chance. Has he earned what he asked for five years, like 175? Man, I'll I'll I will let you walk for five 175. I'll I'll call Mo Bamba and pay him 100 million dollars <laughs> and be fine. And at it's least Mo Bamba like, block shots. Yep, yep. And you know, it's almost like he just doesn't give a care about block shots. And in defense. his position, defense. in defense, and in his position, you have to care about it. But when you're in like Russell Wilson, Russell uh, Westbrook's position, Russell Westbrook don't give a fuck about turnovers. And he told you he don't give a fuck about turnovers in the press conference after he had 15 turnovers. It was like, I don't give a shit. Put his preseason on. He had 10. But I, this is probably my favorite basketball quarter of all time. Ever. As soon as hey, I heard what, it, what is it? I immediately died. I wanted, it was just like, this is Pete Russ. This is why he is my one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player. And as, as hard as he plays, I I love this and also happy this is not on my team because Nate McMillan would have come from the Raptors like Sting, hit him over the head with a bat, and then we would not have him anymore. <laughs> he said, oh, I turned it over, what, nine, ten times? I turned it over 15 times. Ain't nobody going to say shit. And I was like... <laughs> Uh, he's LeBron, like, bitch over LeBron. Times. ain't nobody gonna say shit to me. That's your point guard. <laughs> you are you gonna now? You know me. Nobody gonna say nothing to him, LeBron. So what you gonna say, King? <laughs> man, that's just rust, man. That's just rust. That's ain't you know. You, that's why we brought him here. He's got an edge. Ain't you the king? <laughs> you gonna let Russ, who who is he's a lot of things. He is not the king. You gonna let him say that he? Yep. Well, pardon, pardon me, Lakers. I'm excuse myself in this conversation because I have no business in it. But what I said, what I heard was Russ said he don't give a shit. Yep. Or blue hair. That somebody, a fan said, "Oh, you need to play with blue hair. You're better." He told the fan on video, "Shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about." I love Russ is Russ is one of a kind. Dog. He is hilarious. Pat Beverly tricked y'all, man. <laughs> Pat Beverly tricked y'all. <laughs> why are we Why are we losing LSU? Oh man. It is what it is, man. I didn't want to say anything, but um, moving on to the WNBA, man. For your listen, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a transparent moment for Reggie. Reggie doesn't really watch the didn't didn't not doesn't because that's present tense, past tense. Didn't really watch the WNBA. It's football season, basketball. I'm not gonna offer you a whole bunch of different stuff. It just happens. 
since we started the podcast, I've had to pay attention to the WNBA. Plus, the NBA has had this movement, right, of, I mean, getting more popularity to the WNBA because they're they're really, really good athletes. They're really in this equal opportunity. Man, this, this the Chicago Sky, Candace Parker, I mean, they are amazing. And Florida just threw another interception. They are amazing. Um, they have, they are up two to one against the Phoenix Mercury, and <laughs> they are two to one against the Phoenix Mercury, and they are one win away from clinching the title. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Candace Parker is from Chicago, correct? Right. So she's winning it for the hometown team, and they're up two to one. And if you haven't watched the game two, Diana Taurasi had like five threes in a row. It was an amazing game. Uh, I can't wait for this game four. I honestly hope that they lose game four so that we can have a game five because I'm fully invested now. This is really good basketball. Tell you what's not good basketball game three, the way that they monkey stomp. <laughs> Beat that ass, boy. And sometimes you just have to invite people to your hands. It's not something that I suggest you do all the time, but if you beat me like this is playing NBA 2K on rookie, then mm-hmm. yes, we're going to have to step outside and we're going to get what we like to call here straightening because you're not going to embarrass me. It's at the whole world is here. It's all types of NBA players and they came out and, y- and y'all support all the sons out there. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and here you are. You can't even, you know, you can't even talk to nobody after the game like that. You know, if you <laughs> lost and it's close, but all right, man, hey, y'all played a hell of a game, man. Y'all got it in. Gave it all you got. At the game like that, boy, you be like, hey, I'm just going to – I'll text you, dog. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. So if, if if y'all have a chance, make sure that y'all watch the WNBA Finals, man. This is this is really good basketball. Um, and in the spirit of equal opportunity, I want to take us to our next topic. Dawn Staley. We're showing our age right here, but Dawn Staley was a hell of an athlete, and she's even a better coach. And – uh, she just signed a contract extension with the University of South Carolina. Uh, she has created a basketball juggernaut, University of South Carolina, and she has now become the highest paid Afri- African-American coach in her profession at seven years, $22.4 million. And the extension goes through 2027, 2028. Shout out to Don Staley because that is definitely warranted. And the WNBA Honestly, right now, can't afford her because she's too good of a coach. It sucks, but it is what it is. That's tragic. No, yeah. Dawn Staley, one of my favorite women's basketball players of all time. I remember her on the women's Olympic team. She's a great ball handler. And now she's transitioned into a great coach. Congratulations for South Carolina for getting her. Congratulations, South Carolina, for paying her so that she stays. That is what yep. you call a wise financial investment. I actually love the Lady Gamecocks basketball team. Uh, I'm a firm supporter. And, you know, you know us. Keep kicking ass. Keep kicking ass. I was and trying to find. Keep kicking ass and keep securing bags. Yep. Mm. I was trying to find the the post of her where she had a quote, but I I, I, I didn't have it up. Um, where she talks about she didn't do this. She basically said, I didn't do this just for um, black women. I did this for women in general. Equal opportunity is a conversation that has been brought to the forefront. And it, 
women should be rewarded just like men should be rewarded for being consistently good, consistently great uh, at what they do. Despite there shouldn't be a despite or for for the proverbial because for a woman, she's a good coach for a woman. She's just a good coach. Yeah. Right. So and she was awarded as such. And hopefully this trend will keep going in um, equal opportunity, equal pay. Hey, 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 NBA, 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 if Rick Carlisle keep getting jobs, y'all might want to call Don <laughs> If Mike D'Antoni can keep getting jobs. Mike D'Antoni. But we'll leave it right there, man. Uh, I don't really have anything else for basketball. Did we miss anything, Norwood? Nope, just kicking ass, securing bags. Kicking ass and securing bags. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to move on to our baseball segment. Uh, we're going to talk about, we're going to have a playoff update, so stay tuned. It's going to be brief. We're going to tell y'all what these other teams is doing, and then what we're going to do is get to what we care about. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with our baseball segment of part two of episode 28 of the Splash Cast, our news around the league edition. Uh, this is our baseball segment. It's not the Braves, so it's going to be quick and brief. Let me tell y'all something. The Dodgers, uh, who have to play the Braves, the reason they have to play the Braves is because they won game five, the deciding game against the Giants in San Francisco, on a controversial check swing. And if you go back and look at it, everybody in baseball, everybody in sports was like, there's absolutely no way that that was a strike. But the referee, does, I mean, referee, the umpire, first base umpire decided to be like, yo, I'm tired. It's not supposed to be this cold in California. It's cold. I got on a jacket. I'm ready to go. And he called a strike. And now the Dodgers are in the NLCS. That is the only explanation I have for even thinking that that check swing was a swing because he didn't even go past the plate. He didn't even get to the plate. So. The Dodgers beat the San Francisco, cheated the San Francisco Giants, and now they play the Braves. You have anything else to add to the Dodgers? Uh, man, the Florida Gators are losing to LSU 41-6. All right. Moving on to the uh, – in the ALCS, the Houston Asterisks are playing the Boston <laughs> Red Sox, who the Boston Red Sox beat the Yankees. And – um as of today, 10-16-2021, Houston has a one nothing lead against Boston in the ALCS. Uh, they won on a home run by Carrera in the bottom of the eighth, uh, and they were up. They ended up winning 5-4, to four, and uh, game two will be tomorrow. So that's actually been – that was an entertaining game one. Uh, Alvarez and Carrera are the second-best infield in the, in the MLB behind the Braves, so – uh, if you want to watch the Houston Asterisks, you can. They're playing the Boston Red Sox. We don't really care about Boston either. So, yeah, that is our baseball segment, ladies and gentlemen. Norwood, what do you have to add? Beer. <laughs> With that being said, we are now going to move on to the splashes of the week. <laughs> Norwood, they got nothing to say.
And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with our Splashes of the Week segment of episode 28 of the Splashcast Part 2, our Around the League edition. This is one of our favorite segments where we get to talk about basically trending topics that's going around, or going on around the sports world. We got three topics we're going to talk about today. Two of them are pretty good. One of them is kind of melancholy, but um, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, LeVar Ball, Mr. I Told You So. A splash kids. cat, a okay. splash cast favorite, Levar Ball. Let's let's make sure we cover that. Mister Never Lost. Uh, we we firmly support Levar and everything that he does. And yes, he has shoes again for the second time. Uh, now, any of you guys who purchased the first shoe, I've never actually seen anybody in the. Big, I don't think anybody got them. Big Baller brand shoes. And the shoes now are $695 to $895. $1,000. Yes. And they look very similar to the Steve McQueen's. Um, mm-hmm. Or there is a Adidas. I think it's a Stan Smith. It looks very similar to this shoe as well. And the Steve McQueen, I would assume, is still less expensive. And the Stan Smith, for sure, is less expensive. Mm-hmm. But if you want to support LeVar... I'm supporting all black businesses, especially big baller black businesses. Hey, um, LeVar, if you send them, we'll wear them. Oh, yeah. If you yeah, send, if you them, we'll send them, them, we will wear them. If we have to pay for them, they will stay where they are. <laughs> the, the thing about these shoes is that they're designed and inspired by Leangelo Ball. Because, of course, you know, Lonzo went to Nike. Uh, LaMelo went to Puma. And after that whole tobacco that happened, um, when they were all on big baller brand, but Leangelo, who I think he is going to sign a G league contract with the Charlotte Hornets, uh, designed and inspired these. So shout out to them. Listen, if I, I'm not, I ain't no cap. I ain't no front. I, I don't fake or flodge. I don't have $895 to just throw away on some shoes. It they could be Louis Louboutins, whatever. If my friend, is designing some shoes that are $800, I will Instagram them all day, but I ain't going to buy it. But shout out to LeVar, Mr. Never Lost, for continuing to push forward. His vision is now becoming a reality, and that's what we wanted to highlight. So shout out to LeVar. Um, and he told you also. He told you. He told you. Uh, we do have some sad news that we wanted to report. Um, Kenyan athlete who represented Kenya in the Tokyo Olympics in 2020, Miss um, Agnet Jebet Tarope. I hope I said that correctly. Agnes Jebet Tarope uh, was found dead of stab wounds in her in her um, in her apart in her home, bathroom in her home. Uh, I don't think that violence against Black women gets as much pub as it should. I also don't think international violence against black women gets as much pub as it should. Um, And she was just at the Olympics last year. Um, She's a world-class athlete, long distance runner, uh, which is what Kenya is known for. And as of now, no details have been released other than that she was found dead via stab wounds. So RIP T's and P's from the splash cast to her and her family. And um, we love you. Moving on, moving on. KG, Mr. Walking Profanity himself. Big ticket. Big ticket 
is releasing his own sports documentary. I think it's coming on Showtime called Anything is Possible. Uh, where he de- where he details the life and times of him growing up, uh, being from South Carolina and then going to Chicago and being on his own to then being drafted straight out of high school to play basketball. So, uh, if if you have time, make sure y'all put it on your uh, re- put a reminder to watch this. I'm sure it is going to be a great documentary because Kevin Garnett is a character. Number one, he is one of the most entertaining players to ever play basketball he also has made a ton of money in basketball and shout out to our athletes getting to a point where they can control their own narrative and instead of somebody else writing their biopic no i'll do this myself i'll make sure you guys do it right and and i'll make sure that i cover everything that i want i like this i would like to see more of it and shout out to kg for giving us years and years of great basketball decades of great entertainment whether it's on the court or off the court and this is just more of the same i like it and i'm looking forward to seeing it me too man me too man well ladies and gentlemen we come to the end of our splashes of the week segment did i miss anything norwood we have never missed anything and lavar ball has never lost well with that being said we have now come to the end of part two of episode 28 of the splash cast uh, we have now come to the end of episode 28 of the Splash Cast. Uh, again, if you're listening this, listening to this, Splash Cast 12 pack came out Wednesday. Part one came out Tuesday. Norwood, take us out. Number one, you could have been anywhere else in the world. Gotcha. Number one, more black baseball. <laughs> Number two, let's go Braves. Number three. Keep reviving and supporting HBCUs. We're going to say this until your ears bleed, and then we're going to continue. Support the HBCUs. Adopt the HBCU. Support it physically by going. Support it financially by putting your money where your mouth is. Also, more Black cowgirls, more Black uh, cowboys. Outside of that, you could have been anywhere else in the world. You came and kicked it with me and Reggie. On Tuesday, you listen to the 12-pack. On Wednesday, you came back on Thursday, and here we are. You could have been anywhere else, but you came and kicked it with us. We we truly appreciate it. We also truly appreciate all the people who have joined and started to watch the YouTube, the Twitch. Every uh, We're on every DSP. We thank you for that. And, of course, hang out. Hang out. Adios, mi amigos. Peace. Please keep the Florida Gators in your prayers. I am stressed. I don't trust nobody. That's not, my smile. That's not funny. In the episode, man. Cut this shit off. Cut it! Yeah. Got so much ice in the face when I look at my watch, man. It's war time. Got so much pimp in my blood, I ain't never gonna be on the whole time. Cook it dope with the AP Ridge Rocky, it's blow time. Arts was popping my G. Got this shit in my system, don't know if I'm ever gon' shake it I got a look for this murder shit, pop out and burn a bitch Put them from page to paper Snacking that shit since a youngin', I chop up an onion I made my first play on a pager You could send one up, get done if I cut it The fuck up a beast with that fork in the razor Stuck in the razor Dog nigga flying bitches to Mexico Ho was bougie, knock a bitch off a pedestal Fuck a friend and let her know you went special Ho, when I take a trip, then I take an extra Ho, they was fucking, I was going off an edible You can keep your nigga, I never question you Buy my whole collection, you a collectible Bust it open, let me see you get naked Body banging new Pilates and stretches, hope that's carry all the fish and the vegetables. Beans pussy, why you pushing the dead? Hope 42 on 
nice, I like the refresher hoe. She ain't fucking sucking, it ain't no pressure hoe. With the logo when I sent you the checkers, so pimps get the most and you get the lesser hoe. Got so much ice in the face when I look at my watch, man, it's war time. Got so much pep in my blood, I ain't never gonna be on the whole time. Cook it dope with the AP, rich rocking your clothes.